Hello, how the tech are you? This is our weekly tech show on Echoplex Media. We talk about science and tech news and whatever science or tech-related stuff we feel like talking about. I'm historian Matt. Uh, I usually talk about whatever tech news we got out there. Oftentimes it's AI, since I did a lot of AI previously, sometimes energy and EV type stuff. But today I've got AI, and I only got one one uh, topic today, and that is Googlers say Bard AI is worse than useless. And this is, uh, so people who worked at Google were talking about Google's answer to chat GPT, Bard AI, before it came out. So um, HK is still on an adventure. Hopefully he'll be back next week. So the other guy with the mic. Hey, I'm Dave. I'm the producer of all the shows here on Echoplex Media, and now I am uh, going to be streaming, I believe, seven nights a week, twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. Uh, this week I have two stories. I have uh, Ubuntu 23.04 drops, and there's some interesting stuff there, and uh, because there's always a Twitter story, um, Twitter is signing dead celebrities up to the Twitter Blue subscription service. <laughs> so, fun times. They're acting like the Mormons. Anyway, take it away, Matt. All right, pretty quick uh, again. So uh, uh, before Google launched Bard, the Googler, which is uh, so Bard is Google's answer to ChatGPT, as I said earlier. But uh, Google employees were, you know, had a chance to try it out. They messed around with it, ran it through its paces, and basically warned of all the problems that we're seeing today with stuff like ChatGPT and Bard. If you can actually get access to it at the moment. So uh, some of the examples that they had in this article, I got a couple of them here. I'll have them linked in the uh, show notes for later. But uh, a couple of examples are somebody asked, you know, how to land a plane. And Bard gave incorrect instructions that could have uh, caused a crash. And then another one, another person asked about some scuba instructions. It wasn't clear on what the instructions were specifically. But, uh, you know, instead of Bard saying, I don't know, or... You know, have to look that up or something like that. The Bard gave uh, directions that could lead to injury or even death. Not good. But uh, so a lot of the Googlers, all these Googlers were uh, saying to the management, basically, don't release this as it is. You got to work on it and fix these issues. But of course, uh, Google ignored all their complaints and eth the ethics issues even fired some of the uh, ethics leaders we talked about previously. So ethics leaders at the company. Uh, and it's all because Google was rushing to release its answer to chat GBT. And uh, so that has led to a system with ethical issues and could lead, could even lead to injury or death. If you follow instructions that are not good. So what do you think Dave about that? I, I don't know. I guess I don't feel sorry for them. It's not like Google is out there like all alms for the poor. If they end up not being one of the big players in AI, like at least right away, I don't, I don't see why that's such a big problem for such a massive company that has so many different products and services that they offer to people and they're making a profit on them. Yeah. I think part of it's kind of an identity thing. Google as a whole kind of thinks of itself as an AI company. It's done that for a really long time, you know, like the entire time I worked at Google, they kind of thought of themselves as AI company. And then all of a sudden this upstart comes in and, you know, steals their thunder 
everybody's using their the chat GPT. So even though they were working, you know, behind the scenes on a similar thing, uh, but yeah, in their rush, I, my biggest concern is in their rush to get their own version out, they've released something that's potentially dangerous. Well, I think that, I think that, you know, with these large language models, you would think that a company like Google would just at the very top of the thing be like, Hey, uh, this is a large language model, you know, that'll answer your questions, but you know, do not, you know, some, some version of do not take these results as gospel or, you know, fact check anything that, that is important. You know, right now this is an entertainment product. Some, I, I would, I, yeah, I'd just be like for, for now, this is an entertainment product. If you find any of the entertainment you uh, get from this, especially troubling, here's an email address. <laughs> like you, yeah. it, it's, I don't see how, why it would be a problem to, to, to go like to do it that way. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I really hope anybody using these things, th- at least thinks of it that way and doesn't take anything it says as truth. And hopefully, I mean, you shouldn't be asking <laughs> from what I can tell you, you shouldn't be asking about either how to do things or, you know, uh, to explain something, you know, something factually because it both chat GBT and, and Bard seem to be getting that, getting that stuff wrong all the time. And it's better, it'd be better if it just said, here's a link to more info on it. You know what I mean? Like a regular search, but uh, instead it tries to answer everything and it's, it's getting stuff wrong. So take uh, anything you get from either of these uh, systems with a very, very large grain of salt, right? <laughs> well, you'd think too, if it was detecting that you were asking a technical question, that it could say, hey, you yeah. know, this is highly technical. And if you need to do any of these things, you might want to consult an expert and here's what, and then give, then go, here's the best answer we could find. And at the end, at the end, once more say, but you were going to have to consult an expert. Yeah. I am, but a, I am, but a humble, large, large language model. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's something that you linked online, it's like, here is a link to an expert that has maybe some articles on it or something. Yeah, how to scuba dive? The answer is go to scuba school. Yeah, well, it, the the question wasn't very clear in the article, and what what was actually asked, it just said like instructions on scuba diving. So it could be something that they're doing, you know, um, underwater or something, or some special kind of dive or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, anyways, you, go to scuba school. Yeah, scuba go to school. <laughs> Our advice on scuba is go to scuba school. Yeah. Plus, like the plus, like. Like when I, I went, I had to take a, a short class for scuba diving when I, when I went to Hawaii and the yeah. class was hell fun. Like, like it was, yeah. it was a fun class. You got to learn, like it wasn't, it wasn't boring. Like, right. I, I might've been, might've just been the instructor and the other people there, but everybody was like laughing and having a good time. And like, yeah, I guess it helps when the water's like 78 degrees. <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody's true. in a little better mood. Right. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, don't, don't get your advice from these AIs. Uh, our, our position here is that they are for entertainment purposes only. And, uh, yep. and if you are using them in research, use them as a starting point, use them as a place to right. jump off. Right. Like Wikipedia, right? Don't, don't use that as a source of truth, even though it's it seems to be a lot better than these things, but they, it's a good starting point and any kind of research. Yeah, and as far as Wikipedia goes, I mean it's fairly accurate, but you're not you're getting like a surface level on things. You know, you're not yeah. getting 
you're not getting a paper on things. And good thing about Wikipedia too, though, at the bottom, there's just a giant, giant list yep. of like where they got their information so that you can go through and click through there and learn more. And uh, I don't think these, these bots are doing that. Um, you're pretty neat though. If one day when they include like hyperlinks in their answer, that'd be pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Especially if you find that the hyperlink completely contradicts what the AI is telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like when a, when a conspiracy theorist posts a link to a study on Twitter to like prove you wrong. And then you go read the abstract of the study and you're like, Hey, Hey bro, the abstract says the opposite <laughs> of what you're saying. Yeah. Then you can go back to it and go, Hey, the link you gave me just says the opposite of what you just told me and see if you can get the, see if you can get the, um, see if you can get the AI mad at you. <laughs> so yeah, it's, <clears throat> I don't think it's crucial for Google to have this right away. I think that they're like a big, they're like a legacy tech company. Maybe they could take a more Apple-esque approach at this where, you know, they're not going to be the first, but when their AI comes out, it's going to be better. And that's sort of how Apple does things now. They weren't the first smartwatch, but when it came out, it was better than other people's smartwatches. Yeah. They weren't the first set-top box, but when it came out, a lot of people thought it was better than other people's set-top box. That kind of stuff. But yep. Google has always sort of been that other company that wants to be first at everything. And I just think that, I just think at this point, they're just too big to be first. I think that they're, they're not nimble anymore and that's fine. It's just a mature company. You know, you don't see, you know, you don't see, you don't see IBM out there all mad that they're not first at anything. They're just sitting there counting money, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just be careful with AI, everybody. It's not. It's not, it's not really there to answer your questions. It doesn't even know what it's talking about. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, I got two. Um, one that I care about, sort of. Uh, this this week on the t- April 20th, uh, Elon would be proud. Um, Ubuntu 23.04 dropped. It is not an LTS release. Uh, most people will not use it. Um, I put it on the laptop that I carry around because I always keep it on the current version just to kind of see what's going on. Do not have it on my production machine that we're using to create this uh, program. If you could imagine that I am on the, I'm on the LTS. I'm on the 22.04 LTS and I will be on the 22.04 LTS until a year after the 24.04 LTS comes out. So, um, it Linux, the Ubuntu 23.04, all the flavors have kernel six, two, uh, there's only nine months of support, but if you're on the sort of path I am on, on my laptop, you can just upgrade to 2310 in October when that comes out. So no problem there. Um, there's a new installer, which I have no experience with, uh, one, because I'm on the KDE version, the Kubuntu version and two, uh, because I just upgraded in place from where I was at. So I didn't do a fresh install. Um, but everybody said it's better. So that's good. Um, the standard Ubuntu gets a gnome 44, which is a big update actually for a lot of people. Um, again, I'm on KDE, so I didn't get to see it. And, um, snap packages, which everybody loves, uh, now update automatically in the background when the application is closed. And of course you can turn this off if you are worried about it breaking something though. I haven't ever had like, uh, snap packages, uh, break my system by updating they're actually sandboxed and they can't really break your system so matt are you on an ubuntu machine of any kind currently i am not this machine is not set up with ubuntu i'm kind of kicking myself because i wish i I, uh, partitioned it and put ubuntu on on it and had dual boot here but uh i really can't do that now because this hard drive is completely full (laughs) 
probably have junk. I could probably fix it up, but, uh, but on my laptop, I, I do have Ubuntu. I dual boot there and I'm pretty happy with it. I use it most of the time and I just have windows on that machine to play video games, right? <laughs> Anything that doesn't run in, in, or I can't get to run in Ubuntu. I think I could probably get more stuff running if I tried hard enough, but it looks interesting. So it sounds like you haven't run into any issues with it so far. No, but I mean the laptop that I'm running it on, I don't really do anything on it. sits there and like yeah, monitor, like yeah. monitors chat on Twitch, or if I have to go somewhere on light rail, you know, I'll do a little bit of light work on it. You know, the laptop I have is pretty wimpy, so I'm not doing any video editing or anything on it. Yeah. Um, but it does the KDE version. It looks great. It looks, I could, I noticed the difference immediately from like my, um, the production system here. It's just, uh, the, 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 I call it sane, but, uh, interesting defaults which has been a, yeah. a hallmark of Kubuntu for a while. Um, and, you know, KDE is ultimately like the ultimate customizable one, but, I, you know, I just run it because it's lightweight, not because it's customizable. I don't, I have enough other customizations like running, for example, on the audio system that I don't want to be screwing with too many other things. Um, well, the one thing that broke, but then it fixed like the next day was the redshift, like the okay. blue light blocker. Yeah. Like, but I updated the day that it came out. So, that that fixed itself the that fixed by itself on the up on the, like updates the next day um i don't know if that was the also true for the uh, standard ubuntu uh, i don't know if they use the same package for uh the the redshift or whatever but um i noticed that my laptop while i was streaming was a bit like the sun even with the uh <laughs> even with the the <laughs> screen volume as i call it turned down a bit bright because of the uh, you know the blue light was still in there but other than that i didn't i mean other than it looking a little bit better, like nothing broke, like, you know, it, it just so happened that a uh, discord updated the same day. So I had to, you know, update discord and I was like, well, maybe that has to do with, you know, the, the system here. But then when I restarted the, the production computer, it also wanted to update discord. So it had nothing to do with the update. Yeah. I, I didn't notice anything different, but like, I'm not like a power user on the computer that I'm doing it on. But I'm not seeing anybody screaming in all caps about it anywhere, like complaining about anything. And to be fair, though, most people don't aren't on the cycle that I'm on on any other machines. Right. Most people will go. They'll they'll, you know, they'll go 1804, 2004, 2204, 2404. Most people are on the LTS. Um, everybody I know who uses Ubuntu right now is actually on the LTS. I'll have to admit, I'm not sure, but I assume LTS because it's whatever defaults to. Yeah, the first, know, it'll always, yeah, if you go to the Ubuntu website, it will always suggest the LTS to you. Yeah. you. It's it's not hard to find the other one. They don't bury it. But it, if you're just like, I want Ubuntu, by default, it gives you the LTS. And you could imagine why they would do that. Yeah. They don't, they don't want you to have to do a whole like in-place upgrade in two or three months, you know, depending on where you are in the cycle. They want you to be able to sit on that for two, three, four years. I mean, I had a server that I had on 1804 that I just had to upgrade to 2004 and I was terrified. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> terrified, but everything worked fine because the thing I was, the thing that was in there was in a container. So I yeah. just, I just backed up the container on my other server to make sure that, that everything was, but I just restarted it and the wiki came back up. Hooray. Um, my yeah. servers are never on the bleeding edge. I would never run this 23.04 on a server. 
I don't even know if they if they do it for servers. I would assume that they do for people who are doing like development and whatnot, so that folks are ready with their applications for the next LTS. But I would imagine that very few people actually install it on their server. I uh, uh, yeah, I I assume for that you'd have like a uh, your test server, right? That might be on the bleeding edge uh, that you want uh, for testing new stuff, just just in case. But yeah, right. If whatever's in production is sitting on the the the, the rock solid LTS. Right. And not for nothing, like everybody, everybody keeps talking about the year of the Linux desktop, but all, all, all silently while that was happening, like Ubuntu specifically took over the entire server market. Like everybody, <laughs> like the, everybody's on it. Everybody's on it. Yeah. And yeah. it's bad because it's like a sort of like you're locked in in a way, but it's good because if you need help with something, then you're yeah. not like, you don't everybody running the app that you're running is probably running it on Ubuntu and they're probably even running it on the same LTS that you're running it on. So if you run into some kind of problem, you're going to get help. I just think that I just wish there was a, um, a little more competition like red hats big in the enterprise. But the thing is like, that's just for huge organizations. Like they don't, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, I don't think a lot of, uh, I, I can't imagine that like Google is running, red hat for their stuff i would assume they're probably running ubuntu server or their own version of ubuntu server or whatever they are from well i don't know what they do on their servers it's probably their home you know own rolled uh uh linux stuff for a lot of the desktops they have something called gubuntu yeah uh which i believe is the google modified version of ubuntu yeah and it's I would imagine it's not too entirely different than what I'm doing here with uh, um, a heavily modified version of Kubuntu. Yeah. Um, they have people in there writing their own software and stuff for it, obviously. But yeah. Besides, uh, other than that, like, you know, they're, they're still probably using most of the defaults. It's just things that Googlers want, or maybe they remove certain packages they don't want their employees using or whatever. It'd be interesting. I'd actually be interesting to check, interested to check out a Kubuntu machine just to kind of see what's there, what's not and whatever. But yeah. I don't imagine many Googlers are uh, too too keen on the idea of me poking around their work laptop. In fact, no. they, in fact, I have a feeling that, that might get a person fired. Yeah, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that, and it wouldn't be their laptop. It it would be uh, their desktop has it, and then they'd remote in from their laptop. Oh right, right. It's if if you bring your own, in, in that organization, if you bring your if you use your own device, you're remoting into the. Yeah, well, yeah. if you have your own device, you can't connect. So they'd still give you a laptop, uh, but you don't like directly use the laptop for anything except <laughs> remoting into your desktop. <laughs> and I imagine people use it for personally their their laptop for some personal stuff too. Well, yeah, everybody yeah. does that, but yeah, well, surfing the web mostly. Anyways, good good job, Canonical. Nobody complained. Usually, usually people have all kind of complaints when one came out, and this one came out with like not a lot of fanfare and not a lot of complaints. So Canonical just good. keeps Canonical just keeps killing the game. I keep wanting to like be like, oh, I'm gonna be like a, I'm gonna be like a hipster and try some other kind of uh, some other kind of you know distribution. And then every time I think that, the next version of Ubuntu comes out, and everybody's like, this is wonderful. And I'm like, well, what would I, why would I go, why would I go anywhere else? And I've been using Ubuntu <laughs> basically. <clears throat> the first Linux I ever tried was Slackware, but then I kind of never didn't use Linux for a while. And then I used Debian for a while at work and I really didn't like Debian, but that was a long time ago. And then basically once Ubuntu came out and people really started using it, I, I started using it and then I switched to full-time Linux except for the machine I DJ on. I must've been 10 or 12 years ago. 
I kind of haven't looked back. It's been, it's been difficult at times, but over as long as you have like a, and it probably doesn't even matter as much anymore, but if you want to make sure you have a really clean Linux experience, just buy a ThinkPad. Or, or get an off the, sh like buy off the shelf parts for a desktop and just make sure all of them are AMD and you won't even have to install any proprietary drivers and you'll be just fine. Little random things. Like if you install some like off brand Thunderbolt card, it might not work, but you know, if you buy a Thunderbolt card for your computer, just buy, just buy the damn Intel one, spend a few extra bucks. It'll be well supported. So again, good job, everybody over at canonical. Um, always, always rumors of Microsoft buying canonical. I hope that's not. I hope those just stay rumors. Not not too yeah. pleased about the idea of that company getting bought or even going public because then their then their shareholders run the show and I don't really like that. I kind of like it as a private company right now. Yeah. They're not doing anything crazy. But speaking of a private company that is doing something crazy, here's here's the news about Twitter this week. And this one's this one's pretty wild. Uh people oftentimes criticize the Mormon church for uh posthumous posthumously posthumously I can never say that word, uh, baptizing people into Mormonism after they're dead, which I mean, those people don't care, but their families are probably pretty offended by it. I'd be pretty offended if, if like one of my, you know, my mom or my dad or, you know, my sister's younger than me. So heaven forbid my sister dies before I do. And all of a sudden the Mormon church goes, oh, they're Mormon now. I'd be like, well, you go get no. So <laughs> now I don't know if this is quite as bad as that, but it looks like Twitter has gone ahead and purchased um, Twitter Blue. I'm not sure they're purchasing it for it, but apparently Michael Jackson, Chad, Chadwick Boseman, Kobe Bryant, Barbara Walters, Anthony Boudin, Paul Walker, and many more have somehow subscribed to Twitter Blue after they're dead. <laughs> uh, I, I find this a little bit creepy, and uh, Musk also claims that he paid for LeBron James and Stephen King to have Twitter blue. Those people aren't dead, but uh Stephen King wasn't too pleased about it. Yeah. What do you what do you think about this? Like the whole thing's dumb because the verification in the first place was so that like nobody impersonated, for example, Barbara Walters. Right. And or so that right. nobody or more importantly, so that nobody could impersonate your local news outlet. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've they've totally effed it up. Like it's now the blue check basically means nothing except, you know, you have money to waste on Twitter. Right. Yeah, the funny one that I don't know if you know about Drill. He's he, no. Uh, it's a it's a really famous Twitter account that seems almost prophetic. In yeah, you people when anything weird happens, people go search through Drill's Twitter account, like using keywords, and they can almost always find something that almost directly applies to it. But it's like from 2016. The most yeah. famous one is is he just posted i am not mad do not put in the newspaper that i am mad <laughs> <laughs> and so elon uh purchased twitter blue for that person and that person was that person has been playing a like a back and forth i guess with elon because if you change your name like your display name it removes the twitter blue thing until they could verify that it was you that changed the name so he's been going yeah. through and changing his name to all kind of things <laughs> <laughs> But then uh, he said that, uh, where'd it go? It was pretty funny. So Drill says here something about, um, oh, he said that Elon had fired the person who uh, would have told him that it's actually probably illegal 
to do this because you were suggesting that someone endorses your product and they do not. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, if you buy the, yeah. if you're a celebrity and you buy Twitter blue, that's an endorsement, right? Yeah. At some level. Yeah. And so it was like, well, you know, good thing he fired the, good thing he fired the person who would have told him that there's laws around endorsements and that you can't just, <laughs> you can't just endorse yourself for someone else. I don't think that anybody's going to go after Twitter for that, but it was just a funny thing that he said. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going, you know, I don't know what's going on here. It just keeps getting worse and worse over there. I absolutely need it for what I'm doing. I can't not be on Twitter. Um, I will say that my engagement is up. I get more followers now than I was getting before. I'm not a big Twitter account. I don't expect to ever be one, but my stuff's growing because, because I'm in the muck about this stuff and, cracking yeah. jokes and you know <laughs> somebody some anybody's like oh duh, 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 you're a you're a you're a dumbass or whatever i'm like well you paid for twitter <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on here i i a lot of journalists are mad um and i think like one of the reasons he bought twitter was because the journalists didn't like him and yeah. they, they all congregate there that's just me speculating and I think that this kind of really messes with news outlets. I think the, yeah. the actual harm being done here is that I could buy a blue check mark for a fake news channel four here in the Bay area. And during a disaster, I could give people bad information Yeah, and, um, or even send them to like, Oh, do you need help here? Give us your personal information. You know, right. if the news outlet was doing that, you'd be like, oh, well, maybe they're helping coordinate because they, you know, have a big megaphone around here. Like the news, you know, during a disaster, the news is like, here's a number you can call. They always do that. And yeah. so <clears throat> that's the real problem here. It isn't these celebrities' egos. It's, you know, the verification wasn't just for celebrities. It was for authoritative sources. And it was like during a big earthquake, the old Twitter would have been amazing. It would. Yeah you would have found out so much stuff. I'd have found out like, what, like in South San Jose where, you know, if I had no water, where can I get water in South San Jose? And I could probably find out on Twitter. Now I'm a little skeptical of whether or not I could find that out on Twitter. But I just well, think, I just think that this is creepy. Like doing this to dead people is creepy. Well, if you need to know any information, you can just ask Bard. Yeah, we could ask Bard or uh, <laughs> chat GPT. I would hope that, in a disaster, those things would just basically be like, you just had a big earthquake. I am not the place to get this information. <laughs> yeah. Please, please contact your local authorities and good luck and be safe. Well, I don't know. It's been, it's been a week in tech, hasn't it? Every, every, we're never going to run out of stuff for this show. It's not like the Sunday show where we're really never going to run out of stuff, but this, this show, <laughs> there's always something happening. Tech's never boring. And, um, I don't know. I guess, guess that's the show. That was pretty quick. You want to read us out, Matt? I guess so. I wasn't expecting it. So give me a second. <laughs> so, uh, that was our show. How the tech are you? Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you're listening to it on uh, your podcast or watching it on YouTube, it's great to have you. You should uh, check out our website at echoplexmedia.com. That has links to all our other stuff. we got a lot of other stuff going on, a lot of other shows. If you want to watch our live shows, we're on twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. And of course, give us money at patreon.com slash echoplex. We could really use the support. 
We're doing this all out of our own pocket and time. So please help us out and have a great Tekken week.